Morning, First Love family. Guess what? It's Devo time. And as usual, we're broadcasting live from death row. Looking at Paul as he continues on with his uh, whole armor of God series, Ephesians chapter six. Let's do this. I was a dead man walking until you love this dead man walking back to life. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Uh, the word of God first is a, a defensive piece of equipment. Before I begin reading the Bible and actually using it as a model for my life, uh, before I, I begin praying the scriptures into my mind and, and my heart, you know, I was constantly in trouble. I had no real moral compass. Um, whatever I was, uh, you know, I just had no moral compass whatsoever. I was defenseless against the bad idea. And after years of making bad decisions and living out consequences of those decisions I had, I had lost really any confidence in my ability to negotiate life. You know, I would say that I'm the king of the start over. I can blow it all up and go down the street and start over again and be right back on top of the game. But the fact of the matter is I, I never really was even in anything that had any sustainable value. There's no sustainable value in the world. And, and, and I, I was continually succumbing to the lie that says, well, you know, Pete, people just don't change. And that kind of thinking is dramatically opposed to what the Bible teaches. For example, 2 Corinthians 5.17 tells us that uh, we absolutely will change, and not just a little bit, but we will be completely reconstructed. It says, it says therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation, Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So the word of God teaches me that it can be trusted absolutely to utterly change me and that new life is available in its pages. And all I must do is feast on the word of God, drink the living water as it pours out from the heart of my, my Christ. Hebrews 4.12 teaches that, that God's word is full of power, that it can take me apart, and that it can determine to read the innermost parts of me, disclosing my weak points as well as my strengths. It goes like this, for the word of God is living and powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, and of joints and marrow. And this part, <laughs> and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Boy, do I ever need the thoughts and intents of my heart discerned because, frankly, oftentimes I have no idea where I'm going or who I am or what I'm thinking, whether it's right or wrong, without the, the, the compass, without the north star, the, the true north of the Word of God given to me by His Holy Spirit. And when I give myself over to the truth of the Holy Scriptures, I am giving myself a very powerful weapon in the fight against me. In the fight against me, the devil, and the world, when I give myself over to the teachings of God's word, I am building myself up on my most holy faith. Romans 10, 17 says, so then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So then uh, the offensive aspects of the word, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Here's the rub, folks. Unless a person is born again, 
and indwelt with the Holy Spirit. While the Bible may provide some interesting tips about living, about living life, and it may provide some sound wisdom, it is virtually just another book, mere words printed on a page. Second Timothy says this, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Paul doesn't say so that everybody may be complete. No, he says that the man of God may be complete. That is because you must absolutely, it must have Jesus in, in you for the word to be in you because he is the word. The very first uh, verse of John's gospel makes it clear. It says it like this, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. Now, the Spirit of God may use the Scripture supernaturally to woo a sinner to repentance, but there will be no lasting supernatural effect. Trying to live by the Bible without being born again is like trying to mix oil and water. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 2, uh, 14, But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. Nor can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. See, you can't, you can't hold on to the truths of God's word, and they cannot have any lasting effect in changing you until you have made a decision to surrender your life to the will of God. At the beginning of Paul's whole Armor of God series, this admonition, he says simply, put on the whole armor of God. Well, <laughs> you can't put on the armor unless you have first joined the army. You can't put on the armor unless you have first joined the army. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we want to wear this armor and be in this fight. And so we give ourselves over to you. Every part of us is now yours to be, to do with us as you please. Like Isaiah says, here I am, Lord, send me. Amen. Have a great day today, you guys, and I'll see you again tomorrow. And God bless you. This is First Love Church. Welcome home.